You're listening to In The Moment with Liv and Bix. Hey, it's Liv. And Bix, and you're listening to In The Moment with Liv and Bix, a podcast for unsuccessful actors. By unsuccessful actors. Welcome back to episode two of ITM 2.0. We're back, baby. We out here. Bi-weekly. I think it's feeling good. So I hope it's good for everybody else out there. It's relaxing. We come back feeling refreshed. Yes. And talking about things we're passionate about and hopefully you're passionate about if you're listening. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, man. But we'll take the listen regardless. (laughs) So how have you been, Bix? What's up? Oh, Bix has – oh, I'm like – I love that I just asked you, but you're about to tell me. No, tell me and what. I'm, you got new headshots. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, so I got new headshots. I have been like in the market for new headshots for a while. I actually, I've been going to a guy. His name is Sean Cara out here in LA. And he did my headshots the last time I got them done. And yeah, he's out here in LA. I still went to him when I lived in New York just because his portfolio was so great. And his prices mm-hmm. were like unmatchable for the quality of work. So I was going to go back to him, but I don't know. I just, you know, when you just want to like switch it up, you have like a vibe of your headshot and then you don't want to like keep having the same vibe. That's kind of defeats the purpose. So yeah, I got new headshots. I reached out to some actor friends of mine that I've made and some new classes out here. And this one girl, she suggested this woman, her name is Bella Seville Mm -hmm. or Bella Seville. I don't know how to say it. I would not know. But she, oh my God, she was absolutely incredible. She used to work as a casting director. So she like- She knows knows. what's up. She knows all the shit. She knows like exactly what casting directors are looking for. So I felt in good hands because- Oh God. As we know, headshots are like crazy expensive or at least they can- No, a lot of them are. They can be. So yeah, I paid- more than I wanted to, but because of her expertise, I just felt very safe and supported. Anyway, so I got my new headshots done. I had to create like mood boards for them and I sent them over to her and she helped me pick wardrobe and really like nail down all of the looks. And I'm as excited as I am for them. I feel like I'm having second thoughts because There are so many different viewpoints and opinions and perspectives that you Mm -hmm. get on headshots. Like one casting director will be like, literally dress up like a doctor and have a picture of you in scrubs. Yes. Or with the glasses. Like, yeah. yeah, And like very like, you're a nerd. You're a mean girl. You're a party Mm -hmm. girl and have them extremely specific. And then other Casting directors, agents, people in the industry are more so into the more moldable looks that are a little bit more basic so you can fit into different spots. Maybe one look can cover girl next door, like sweet teacher, young mom, like a bunch of different things. So I feel like I did – I'm just going on and on and on. No, 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 no. Um, This is good for me and uh, the listeners, so. Yeah, so I, I've always done the more basic route with my headshots. I've always gotten the intel that it should be a more simple look so they can visualize you as different characters. Mm-hmm. 
But in more recent times, all the casting directors, acting coaches, people that I've met since I've moved to LA, it seems very different here and they're expecting more of like a specific look not like a character like wear scrubs and like yeah yeah, stand like a surgeon but just like a little bit more specific Mm -hmm. than I have been used to doing so for this time around I implemented a lot of specific looks mixed in with some more basic looks so I have some like I'm not every role is going to be like edgy punk rock teen. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to see them. I think they're going to be incredible and beautiful, but I'm just scared that I went too overboard with the specificities of it all. Okay. But then at the same time, I worked so closely with this woman who is a professional and incredible and would steer me away if I was doing something wrong. So yeah, so I'm just like kind of at battle with myself until I see these photos and like I'm refreshing my phone every two seconds. I'm supposed to get them. See, did she send them? Did she send oh, When are you supposed to get them? Within five to seven days. Okay. And I shot last Tuesday. So they should be here oh. by today or tomorrow. Right. So I'm just like, I'm just doing that thing where like you overthink and you know, like if you're going out to a party and you have too much time to get ready. So you start this like an Eliza slushing joke, like you start adding like glitter and more makeup and you just fuck yourself up. I feel like that's what I'm doing emotionally. I'm emotionally adding glitter. Emotionally (laughs) fucking yourself up. Yeah. See, I understand too, because it is such a huge investment that you're making and headshots, it's not something you could be like, oh, I'm not crazy about it. Let's do it again. But I do feel like – I feel like you should trust the fact that you did work with someone that you can trust. I think that's very important. And I think like, you know, they say really trust the process. So I feel like you're going to have some great photos. You should just put that out there. You worked with the professional. Like you said, she would steer you wrong if you were doing something too insane. So put that good juju out there. Yeah. Feel a no, little – really, yeah. You're going to have good pictures. They're going to – not good. You're going to have amazing pictures. And they're going to get you into casting rooms that maybe you were not in before because of these photos. Put that out there. I do. I I do genuinely feel a big sense of – I don't want to say like – it's it's not accomplishment because like it's – I didn't – I feel more – I feel like I set myself up for success, if you will. Really? Yeah. I feel like a motivational speaker. I feel like Maddie Pruitt bringing worlds together. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That side of TikTok is very... Oh, my God. It's so scary when she says she wants to... Oh, and she was like, I want to look like him. I want to look like Jesus Christ. I want to be in the the aroma of Christ. Yeah, I was just like... Girl... There's so many ways you really could have said that, and that's what you chose. <laughs> like, It's so wild. Anywho. But yeah, so I love that for you. I'm very excited for you. And I do feel like – it's funny you said that because I feel like I hear that too. Like I got headshots before, and I feel like with a photographer that was – he's from LA, but he was in New York, so I shot with him. This is years ago. And I felt like I ran into – that theme of like not dressing up a specific, but yeah, dressing up as specific characters. Like I was asked to bring glasses to do more, I guess, like nerdy or mm-hmm. more like, I guess it could be business too. But then I was asked to dress as like more 
business. So I wore like a literal like button up. And I do feel like, I don't know if this is how it is in LA, never been out there when it comes to acting, but I think it's more literal they do things there, like with headshots, or I don't know, do you see that, like, as opposed to New York? Because I feel like my headshots now, they are kind of like that, which I do have different looks that can cater to different roles, Mm -hmm. but they're not so, like, So pinpointed. Yeah. Do you, yeah. do you feel like that's the difference with maybe photographers out in LA as opposed to like New York? I don't know. If I, you saw a difference. I based on just like this this like actual experience, I would say I haven't worked all this is only my second photographer I've worked with out here. So I don't want to speak for like the entire yeah. like population in the industry out here. But from my experience, that is the way it has been. Even not even just with photographers, but with friends that I've made, actor mm-hmm. friends, talking to them about their headshots, talking to them about their materials. A lot of them have expressed how their reps tell them very specific looks that they need to achieve for their headshots. Yes. You know, like it's not it's not like back in the day when your headshots were like black and white and it's just you in a plain white t-shirt oh and like smiling. Like, no, like yeah. I'm going to plug myself a little bit. Girl I did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The like first headshot I ever had is so crazy. I have to find it. I got to dig it up somewhere. But yeah, I'm going to plug myself a little bit because I did a little series on TikTok of styling certain looks that I'm going for in my headshots. And I included the mood boards that I had actually sent to the photographer. So if you're interested in like building a mood board or like how to work off a mood board or like what I think my types are, Go to my TikTok at Bixbop and check out my headshot styling playlist. Yeah, I don't know. I feel good, but I feel nervous and I feel rattled and I, I'm just hoping for the best. They're going to be great, guys. <laughs> they're going to be great. I believe I think. It. Yeah, I think they're going to be beautiful. I'm very excited. And hopefully, not hopefully, uh, when we get to like our whole – we're going to have a whole episode on headshots, by the way. Oh, yeah. And when we do – We thought it'd be fun to like post a little something on our page with like our progress of headshots, like where we started and where we are now. The come up, if you will. The come up. So (laughs) that will be interesting. Yeah, that will be fun. Slash horrifying. Yeah. (laughs) I've never like put them all next to each other and just like, you know what I mean? So that would be really fun to see. Oh my God. Yeah, I already updated my headshots. So I have a while until I have to do that again. Yeah, and yours but, are so good. Thank you. I noticed when I changed my headshots, I was getting into more doors. Wow, nice. Yeah, so I do think that this will open up more opportunities. Yeah, it's so true. Like, I feel like there's this way of thinking with, and it sucks because it can go either way. Some casting directors are like, if you don't have a professional headshot, that's okay. Like, just send like a good picture of your face and good lighting and as long as the talent's there, yeah, you're good. And it's like, yeah, in some cases that does work. But then yes. there's like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. Like you, I even, you get so many it, mixed reviews. It's so funny when you say that because, and I mean, we'll get to this later, but just like really briefly, like self-tapes. Like some people really want like great lighting. Mm-hmm. Sound must be like this, that. They're pretty particular with how they want the self-tape but then I'll see some self-tapes of like for example Game of Thrones and I'll see 
the actor's original self-tapes. They were recorded on – They're crazy. Sitting in their kitchen, recorded on the phone horizontal, and they just – they killed it. But I was like, I would never in a million years think it was okay to send an audition tape like that. Were these, like, actors – who were already like established actors no. self tapes or the, oh they were newer yeah they they weren't like huge names oh, I don't okay. think like I even think the girl who plays like I mean I didn't see Aria self tape but that's not even her name I'm just talking about the character Aria mm-hmm. I didn't see her self tape oh yeah I forgot but the I, name. I just feel like some of the actors in Game of Thrones maybe I didn't know them because a lot of them aren't U S actors yeah yeah so maybe that's why I'm like who's that I, I I'm not like really knowledgeable and like big actors in the UK or Australia or wherever. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's crazy. You see some crazy shit out there and yeah. sometimes it's okay. And sometimes a casting director will see you're sitting in your kitchen and not even watch the video. So it's like, when do you know right. what's okay right. to do? It's like, like the that. wild, wild west. Uh, Stranger Things. What's his name? He played Billy's brother. Or is his name Bill? I don't know. I've only, I only Bill? watched the first season. Oh my god! Well, she played. She. Oh, I'm just. So, I'm just. I suck with names. Whatever. He played. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. If you're that, new to the podcast. Oh yeah. If you're new, you'll know I suck at names. This is not <laughs> nothing new here. She'll never know um, the name. But like the. Uh, oh, or his name is Billy. Holy I know crap. that there's definitely a Billy in Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's well it's this. He's like a brother to uh, the, the only redhead in the series. She's a main character. Well, his self-tape was – he was in front of like a green screen, I think, or it was like a blue blacktop or – I think it was like a blue backdrop or something. And he incorporated music oh. into his like self-tape and he did like – like he was just like improv and like dancing as character. And, like, it was just – he kind of like – he really embodied though – yeah, the character perfectly, which explains why he got cast. But I guess there really is no rules is where I'm going with this. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> because like there's no rules, but at the same time, there are, there such are rules. strict rules <laughs> and you never know when it's yeah. okay to break them. Oh yes. my God. That's it. You never know when it's okay to break them. Yeah. Yeah. You can have an amazing idea and then it's like, oh no, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this episode, we're actually, we're going to go into more where we left off last time. We're just going to kind of continue the conversation if you heard our last episode. But I really thought it'd be a good idea. We thought like websites, right? Like websites yeah. that you should be using to your advantage to like network and then places like that you should avoid. I think that are like red flags or um, things that might come up that are red flags. So I know like for, I don't know if it's going to be different for like New York and LA, but I know some great websites to use like starting out and starting out and when you're even an established actor, I think those are great sites to use. But I found Backstage was really uh, friendly when it came to looking to build credits and looking for auditions. I definitely used Backstage a lot when I first started. They have a great – it's great auditions for theater, even TV and film. But even when you're using, like, backstage, I always would vet, like, the casting director and whoever's oh, yeah. working on the project. I – you just never know. I've gotten, like, weird auditions from there where I 
you know, I, I would just make sure I Google their name, even try to find them on Instagram, try to find them on Facebook, see their previous work. I do that with any website, but I feel like especially backstage. Yeah, because backstage, pretty much anybody can post something on backstage. Yeah. They do have a feature that tells you if it was, I don't know the right word, if it was like vetted pretty much, it'll say okay. like that this... Uh, this poster has been has had like a background check or something. Yes. And I do think that it also now lists how many projects they've posted before. So you can see their like validity in a way. Yes. But yeah, also definitely do your research too because but do your yeah, it's like crazy they, out there. Exactly. Like I've ran I can't remember the stories, but I've ran into definitely some situations before where it was just it was sketch. So Definitely, I would bet that casting networks is a great one as well, especially for like, yes, film, TV, but like I noticed cast networks is really good for commercial and print. Um, They have many opportunities there. So casting networks is great, but I really feel like they're great for like commercial. They're good for print. Yeah, definitely. And actors access has to be like my number one fave. Yeah. I love actors access because they the from the, the profile, but resume, but mostly like the headshots that, and they let you do like a slate shot. And then they have, um, I just feel like they, it's way more legitimate. And a lot of like big TV shows, big Netflix series, big movies, like a lot yeah, of- Yeah, they post a lot of like actual mainstream stuff on Actors Access. Correct. I know, yeah. Liv, didn't you, like you booked an actual like feature through Actors Access, right? I booked a lot of stuff through Actors Access, and I mm-hmm. feel like that's where like a lot of my success comes from. I feel like is Actors Access. Like I check that site every day. Like my oh, mouth. yeah, I'm literally on there. Like okay, what are they casting for today? Like so, and with Actors Access, a big thing for them is to submit the day of the posting. That is really big for them. You're most likely to be seen if they post it on the 27th. You should submit on the 27th. You're just yeah. more likely. You're yeah, it's kind more of just- to be seen should be a part of if yeah if you're an actor that should just be a part of every day like maybe it's when you wake up in the morning if you have like 20 minutes before you go to work have a cup of coffee sit at your laptop go on actors access whatever sites you're linked up on and just submit 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 and if you have a little bit of time later in the day go back on and check again like because that's that's what I'll do like I'll look in the morning and then later in the day they probably have posted stuff throughout the afternoon so go back on in the night before you go to bed yeah submit to a bunch more yeah I have also I also agree like I think actors access has been my favorite also I've just gotten so used to the platform and just the technicality of it all and you're just like it's like second nature pretty much like muscle memory of like click 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 and then browse yes but yeah and of the three that we listed so far casting networks backstage and actors access actors access is actually only 68 dollars a year for like an annual subscription And whereas backstage is, I believe, 160 for the year and casting networks is the most. I think casting networks is 260 for an annual subscription. And I think that's without representation. Oh, is it different? Oh, that's not. I think so. No, I'm, I'm, that was like, when I said that to you, I should have put like question mark. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I think because I, I don't think, I think if you have representation on there, 
it's you're not paying for it. I could be wrong. Somebody can fact check me here. You could just Google it. That'll that I mean I that just, totally that, makes an, sense. Yeah, I think that's an important though thing to know. I think if you have representation, I don't think you're paying. But if you're just on there on your own without representation, I think you pay. Uh, and you can totally correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the case. But even as legit as these sites are, unfortunately, people you know take advantage of people in this industry, and that's really important to note. So like we said, look out for those red flags. If the audition's in a sketch area too, if there's no information on the person or the casting, and especially if you're working alone, meaning you don't have that representation, such as an agent or a manager, even agents and managers, you want to make sure they're legit themselves, but do your research online, ask other actors and you want to like, yeah, you just, you want to avoid with especially with like the sketch areas. I know whenever I felt uncomfortable going somewhere, even if it was like a photo shoot, I would bring somebody Yeah. or I would have, there was something I, I remember just little story. I remember I applied for this commercial on backstage and it was for a commercial that was filming in Mexico. And um, it was, they were a, an up and coming production company. And I was so nervous because I was like, I submitted, they want, they want to hire me wow. and it was shooting in Philly. And they're like, and then we're all heading out to Mexico. And I'm like, I don't want to go to this other country with this production company that like, yeah. I'm learning about now. I mean, they're really legit, but I was like, ah, I had my agent look into it. And I was like, I want, even though she didn't get me the job, by the way, I got it on my own, but I was like, can you look into it? And just make sure it's legit for me. And she was like, of course she did. And it was, but I'm just saying even instances like that where you're going out of the country, especially. Especially, yeah. And also like, even if you just feel slightly uncomfortable, just always having some type of like fact checking or some background checking is important. Even if it's just like, even if it's like fucking NBC, you know, and like, you know, it's legit, but you're still feeling uneasy. Just make sure just look at the call sheet or the casting listing and just, yeah. yeah, just look up those people and get to know who they are and make sure it's a environment that you want to put yourself in. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I would percent. And like, are there any websites, fix that are maybe different in LA or because those are the ones that I use mostly here being on the East coast, mm-hmm. but on the West coast, is there anything that like, it's like a big website out there that may not be the same for us in the East Coast. So on the West Coast, I just learned because everybody always talks about LA casting. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Oh, New York I- casting too. That's another one. Yeah. Sorry. But I'm pretty – If I, I might be mistaken on this. I'm pretty sure Casting Networks is LA casting. I think they like – or cast – some type of casting thing mm-hmm. joined forces with casting networks and like they okay. merged into one. But pretty much I think that that's like those are the main ones. But there are the two that I mentioned at the end of last week's episode, yeah. which those aren't casting sites. Those are booking services. So the one is called Face to Face. And that one, you I believe it's And also, this is all of this information. Shout out to my friend Liza at Red Banshee or The Red Banshee on Instagram and I think TikTok as well because she, like, once I moved here and I became friends with her, before we ever even met in person, we were just on Instagram DMs, like, voice memoing each other for hours. She was just telling me, like, 
everything I needed to know about acting out here. And I am so grateful to her for that. But yeah, so she told me about this booking service called Face to Face. And pretty much you join the service and you get a personal calendar that you can update your availability. You can block days out. You have your photos, your materials, everything included. And that's so you should be on these submission sites. But Instead of you constantly, constantly, constantly submitting, you're just in a database. And if people search and you're available that day, meet the criteria, you'll come up and you'll get a notification if you're available. Yes, an invite. But what's cool about face-to-face is it's $70 a month. So that is pretty pricey. But if you book, it's $70 if you book two or more jobs. If you only book one job, it's only $30 a month. And if you don't book anything that month, it's only $15 a month. So they kind of like work with you. Like if you're not working, you're not getting paid, you could pay us less. So I really love that because, you know, a lot of the times they don't care about they You know, they don't care. They won't take your money. Um, And then the other one is called Booked Talent, and it's the same thing, like a booking service. You put in all your information, your calendar, and that one is $60 a month. And I don't don't think they have the same feature of like paying less depending on how much you book. I think it's just like a flat $60 per month. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think – so that one's really good too. My friend said that she had been working with them for years. She just switched over to -to face-to-face. So I can check in with her and see how that's going. And then there's one more and it's central casting. And that's the one. It's another, yeah, another booking service. And for that one, one, you you actually have to go in and get your photo taken and get everything uploaded into their database. And I think that's free. I don't think that that costs anything. I could look into it again and double check. But yeah, central casting is also available to East Coasters as well, just FYI. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so those are the main sites that I were. Oh my God, there's one more. I feel like the most important one IMDb Pro. Yeah, IMDb, IMDb Pro, Pro. Yeah. is the, th- this one is a little bit more for when you've already got your feet wet, you're working, yes. and you're trying to now network and cold submit, get reps, like all of that. IMDb Pro, like I don't know why not everybody in the world is talking about this feature on IMDb because I didn't know about it. Yeah, I didn't know about it until like a couple years ago, but it's pretty much you have to pay a monthly subscription to get to unlock the pro feature. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool because you can search actors, casting directors, directors, like anybody, TV shows, series, and you can Mm -hmm. see every single person who has worked on that show and you can click on actors. You can get their exact representation. It'll tell you what agency they work with, who the rep at that agency is that they work with, their management. And it's kind of a, it's like a skill that you have to teach yourself But like once you get into it, you can find so much good information. They say like, you know, if you're, if you, for me, I love Pretty Little Liars. I love like teen drama, thriller, like mystery shows. So if I were to be using IMDb Pro, it's my advantage. What I would do Mm -hmm. 
is go on, type in Pretty Little Liars, go to the cast, scroll all the way down and click on like girl in parking lot or student number two or like these people that have like very small roles and click on them and then see who they're working with. Yeah. See who their agent is, their manager. So funny you say that because that's what I was doing the past few weeks. I was going to people that were my type. That has its pros and its cons because the pros is that if they're my type and there are people that are working with them and they're getting cast for things that I feel like I'm a good fit for, maybe this agent manager can help me, right? But then it's like, oh, they're already in their roster and they already look like me. Right. So are they going to represent me? So, um, yeah, it's pros and it's cons. But I do – it's just funny you say that. I, that's what I was doing the past few weeks and I was submitting to people through – I was going on IMDb mm-hmm. looking at actors that I'm like, oh, my God, I love the roles that they were playing. I can see myself in those type of roles. Who do they work yeah, with? Yeah, who's getting and them in how, these doors? And that's how I was reaching out to people. I didn't tell them that. Yeah. But that's what I was doing. Yeah, but it's like, it's what you got to do. It's the game you got to play. And also what's cool about it is you can see how many staff, like, because we'll get into this more when we talk about like representation, but there's, you know, like bi-coastal representation, there's Mm -hmm. boutique agencies there, and then there are like more massive agencies. And on IMDb Pro, you get access to that information. You can see like this agency has... Maybe they have two staff members and you're like, oh, great. That seems really like cool and like close quarters. But then you'll see they have 4,000 clients and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, so they have 2,000 clients each. So how personal is my relationship going to be with this? So yeah, you just get an influx of information to work with. And that's the thing. It's like when you're with these big agencies, the pros is that a lot of them actually do have a lot of connects in the industry and a lot of industry professionals know them, right? So when they get actors from these agents and they see the name, I do think that kind of helps push you into the door a little bit. But then my question with that is how much are they going to bat for me besides just submitting me to these roles? Because that's not enough. Yeah, because if you're with an agency that has or you're with a rep who has a thousand other clients, like how important are you individually going to be? So that's something to think about too. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot to think about, but we'll go in more depth later on that. But I love that you brought that up, Bix, the IMDB Pro. And so there's some sites that I personally would avoid. Um, Oh, yeah. So I would avoid... Craigslist. I know that seems random, but believe it or not, people who maybe are naive and in the industry are going getting into the industry, they may go there for like castings, but there are so many other legitimate sites that have vet out these people. So honestly, I just would avoid that site at all costs. I just don't think it's worth it. I think yeah. Craigslist is sketch and they actually do have a section, believe it or not, for like entertainment and all that, but I do not trust that. I just feel like a lot of people in the industry that are like very serious about it aren't running to Craigslist to find actors. So please avoid Craigslist at all costs. Another one. I mean, this, I'm kind of on the fence with this one. I haven't used this site in years, Mm -hmm. so I don't know how it's transformed. But Model Mayhem is a site that anybody can get a subscription on it's free i mean it might not be free anymore but when i had it it's free it's for modeling it's the whole shebang you can look up the castings but 
Although I've had friends, I know. (laughs) I've had friends who have booked some really good like commercial work from Model Mm -hmm. Mayhem. I actually like secondhand booked a commercial through Model Mayhem because a friend booked it and they needed somebody else. And then he reached out to me. And so it's it's sometimes, you know, a, a needle in a haystack. But when I was young, when I was 15, 16, I was on Model Mayhem and yep. had some really weird photo shoots with some really weird old men that I should not have been doing. And I am thankful that I'm alive, which we could talk about in yeah. another episode. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's scary. So just like, it, it's so scary. It's a scary. I was place. on Model Mayhem too. Oh yeah. For years when I was younger. And that's actually how I started my modeling portfolio when I was like trying to get into modeling now, not so much, but like definitely when I was younger, I was like, I want to be a model. And that's Don't where I all. started. Yeah. Don't Don't next top model. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I was obsessed. But yeah. Yeah. I so, that yeah that's like, I've met some actually really great photographers from there. Yeah. And I've also ran into pretty sketch ones that now that I think about it, Probably shouldn't have been doing, but it's fine. We're fine. Yeah, we're 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 good. We're thankful. (laughs) We're thankful for our lives. And yeah, so it's like this, and the same thing, kind of with like Craigslist. Like I'm sure there's something on Craigslist that's like not the worst thing, but it probably it's not the best. So just like go to the actual legitimate sites. Protect yourself. Don't waste your your own time. And yeah, just stay away. Stay away. Stay away. Are there any other? Well, okay, so this one is good and like it, it's I'm on the fence with this one. Okay. So I think Facebook is a great way to network. There are actually <gasps> yes. some there are some great actually there's great groups on Facebook, mm-hmm. like for actors and for models, but again, there are some creepers on there that are just looking for pretty girls to shoot for their own like weirdness gross or for their own reason. That might not benefit you at all, except for maybe getting some pretty pictures. But if you want that, whatever. But like, you know, the pictures I that I took with the guy from Model Mayhem, never saw them. He deactivated his count. He disappeared. Like, I really think that he got That's a bunch weird. of young girls, took a bunch weird. of pictures of them in his apartment, and then deactivated his account and like went off the grid or something like a weird pedophile. Person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's – so, like, Facebook, that's what I'm saying. Like, that is another one that anyone can get a Facebook account. We all know this. I feel like this is that's pretty much common knowledge. Like, anyone could get a Facebook account. Anyone could post anything on there. Mm-hmm. And, yes, there are people that run these groups, and they try to vet it as much as possible. But, obviously, sometimes people get through the cracks. So, yep. I Facebook is good for cer- certain castings. I will say that. And they have Facebook groups on there that you can look up for actors, models, and a little search engine bar on top. But that's just another one that I feel like it's just easier for people to slip through the cracks. Definitely. But the thing with Facebook, though, it's like okay for casting. But what it's really good for is just straight up networking, like joining these groups. I remember like when I was working as I mean, I still work as a kids yoga instructor, but 
when I was like more like deeper into it, I joined Facebook like mom groups mm-hmm. like Williamsburg moms, like Queens moms, and you just like meet a bunch of people. You learn about what's going on in the town and the environment, and it's the same thing with acting. So if you join like some of these groups, I'm sure people are like posting. Meet other actors. Yeah. yeah, they're probably like you know like oh I'm having a screening of this like come yes. here and do this or like oh this person's having a talk back or something so it's just good to stay in the loop make friends because yes friends are so important in this industry so important and I was going to get to also like Instagram too there are certain like I think Instagram is actually a great place to network to a lot of people put their work there Mm -hmm. a lot of like artists uh directors productions i know um there's certain people when you make friends with actors you'll make little groups on instagram and people will put castings in there to be like hey well they're looking for this maybe this might be a good fit for you but the same thing kind of like with facebook instagram i think they're very similar but i find instagram more so is a lot of artists i feel like are more active on there just because it's an accessible an easier way to share your work yeah, uh, where everything is on one page with reels and posts. And so I really feel like Instagram, like, if you can, like, we were talking about this last week a little bit, but that is a great tool to use. That's great. Like, and even TikTok, like, that's a great way to connect with other artists, put yourself out there, see if those artists are in your area, see if you guys can create content together. Yeah, just like creating and like showing like what you got, you know what I mean? Like yes. in a reel, you can only include so much, but TikTok, Instagram, like reels, like social media, there's no cap to that. You could post as many times you want. You could post like from sunrise to sunset and it doesn't matter like what you yeah. post. So like, if you think, if you, you just have an idea of a skit, you could film it and post it on TikTok. If you want to recreate a monologue from your favorite movie or favorite tv show no like literally nobody is stopping you from just doing it and posting it and maybe somebody is gonna see it and you know be interested in you also twitter is really great for castings if you like we'll get i we keep saying like oh we'll get into this but there's so much to talk about no i think that's actually this would be a good i think we'll talk about it now because No, I think this is good now because I definitely think we should touch on networking. Mm -hmm. So like, let's talk about it. No, I was going to say, like, I was going to mention your target list, but we're not going to get into all of that right now. But it's really good that once you have an idea of the casting directors in your area that are casting shows that you want to be on or that fit your type, follow those people on Twitter, follow them on their Instagram, and they're going to be posting casting announcements they're going to be posting what's going on they're going to be posting their upcoming shows that are coming out and you can be like oh shit I didn't even know you cast you know what I mean so just like keeping tabs on people people even like you can even put google alerts on people like one of the big casting directors right now that's on my list is David Rappaport he does like Pretty Little Liars Riverdale like I follow him you know like he is the guy for me when it comes to like he does all the shows I want to do you like all of it so like you could put a google alert on him and if anything happens if he's doing a talk back if he's doing a workshop if he's doing anything you'll get a notification and you'll know immediately you follow him on twitter you're gonna know immediately so yeah just great to stay in the know yes 
And definitely, I love that the casting, uh, like the casting on Twitter, because Instagram, they do that a lot. A lot of networks have open calls. So like Disney does it. ABC does it. NBC does it where they have open calls for all actors. Yeah. Some of them, there are requirements. I forget which one. You can remind me. It might be ABC. I think one of them say they only take trained actors. So like you have to have some type of formal training. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, but for some of these, like, you just look out for these big networks that you think are, like, not palpable, but they are giving you an opportunity to get into the door, and they, for any, all actors, and you can submit, so I think keeping an eye out, too, follow them on Instagram. And they'll do, like, fun things, too. Um, I can't think of the name of the movie, but there was a movie that came out recently, And I believe the actor's name is Mia Goth, but they're casting either like a sequel or a prequel or something to do with that film. I wish I had the details better, but pretty much the casting came out and this is like a big production. The casting came out and posted a call and they were saying, recreate this scene like anybody can submit. And they posted a scene from the movie and they wanted Mm -hmm. you to recreate it yourself and that's going to be your casting call to potentially be cast in the like either sequel or prequel or whatever. Yes. So that's fun. It's not just like, oh, here are yeah, – and doing sides are fun too because you get yeah, to make yeah. them your own. But like, yeah, they'll do fun stuff like that. So it's not always just like your basic audition. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I – yeah, I agree. I forget uh, – look at us just like – but yeah, there was like another film being cast – I don't know. It was based off this book. This film was being cast in the same. They they released the sides to everyone, and they're like, submit. And I was like... So cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? This is a huge film. They did that with, like, Euphoria. I remember they had a moment where it was just, like, open casting call. Yeah. And, like, anybody can submit at this one point. And I was like, oh, my God, what? Yeah, so I think that's a great way just, like, to stay connected. So... I think if you don't, if you're not active on social media, yeah, get, get active. Get on it. And even if you're not like doing it like to appease an algorithm or grow a huge following or to like get become like an influencer and all of that, if you really just go on and you don't care, like, cause you don't have to care about that stuff. You can just post your work and post your art and post yourself and post, post your personality anything. and some, someday somebody's going to come across it. You never then know. Then you're going to be a star. You're going to be a star. <laughs> and then besides these, like, doing, like, like the workshops with casting directors, I think is a Hell great yeah. way. That's another form of networking. So there not only are there other actors there, but I think taking these classes and workshops, you're putting your face in front of these casting directors. And we'll get there I know we keep because there's we have a lot to talk to you guys about yeah and we're gonna get into more detail about like everything we talk about so yeah yeah like but I think like another way is like kind of a big set if there's a casting director and you want to get on their radar and let's say you have been into their office before but you just want to put your face in front of them again so they don't forget you going to those uh, classes is a great idea what my friend just did I was like oh that's a great idea I should start doing this. She asked her agent to send her – it's called like a, a like a submit sheet or just to basically send her everywhere that she's been sending her. Like what casting directors okay. has she been in and like I guess which office has she got called back in. Just it's like just keep a sheet. log of it. 
it's a log and you, you can ask that actually from your agent and they'll send it to you. And that's how she decided what classes she wanted to take with what casting director. So what casting director is already kind of familiar with her face. Mm-hmm. Where does she get that callback or that pin? And then she was like, all right, I'm going to take that class. So that's a great way and a, and a really smart way to network. Yeah. Who are some people that have already seen you, right? Even like something at which, which seems small, but like parties or get togethers with other actors that you've worked with or that you want to work with, I think is great. Like social yeah. settings may seem like, eh, but you can use those social settings to your advantages. Definitely. Even if it's just like texting somebody that you know from acting class and being right. like, even if like, you know, they're not, you guys don't go way back. Maybe you just met like kind of breaking that wall and just being like, mm-hmm. Hey, you want to grab a coffee and like yes. pick each other's brains? Like, and yes. I know that that's scary, but I'm saying it with confidence because <laughs> I have been, that's literally what I've been doing for the past year here in LA. I don't know anybody. So I'm just like getting crazily out of my comfort zone and just like meeting up with people and asking them questions that might be dumb or might sound silly, but right, yeah, but everybody's, I feel like most people are interested and happy to talk and learn and like give yeah. each other advice. Because so we've be all been there. A yeah. lot, you know, you start, you have to start somewhere. Exactly. So, and if this is your way of starting by listening to this podcast, that's a great place to start because you're already, I'm sure, learning so much and we're here to help you along the way. Vix, is there anything else maybe that you wanted to Honestly, just what Liv said, like we're here to help you. So if there's any questions, like all of our episodes, we're going to be getting into the depths of everything. We're going to talk more about headshots. We'll talk more about reels. We'll talk more about your target list, casting directors. But if there's anything specific that you guys are interested in or you have a question, a whole episode idea, let us know. You can always send us a DM on Instagram at ITM with Live and Bix. You can send us an email at uh, liveandbix at gmail.com. And oh, and you could or you could send us, I don't know, something on TikTok. We're on TikTok as well at Live and Bix. And this whole new ITM 2.0 is for you guys. So we want to provide whatever we can to help you grow. So let us know what it is and we'll do it. Yes. I think Bix said it perfectly. Uh, We will be back in two weeks weeks to discuss more and we'll go into more depth with everything. But, you know, we just got started. So we're easing on in. Easing on in. Episode two, baby. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the moment with us. Our amazing cover art is by at Hyperjuice on Instagram. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at ITM with Live and Vic. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, if you're feeling extra generous, we won't hate it if you rate and review. Bye. Bye.